partners, it's your old pal, The Walking Dude of Movie Reviews, Jason from Binge Movies, and I'm on a four-day journey into the heart of the darkest of darkness, and by that I mean Central Texas. You remember when you were a kid and you'd climb into your family vehicle for a family vacation, and your dad would get so lost he'd scream at your mother for reading the map wrong, and you thought they'd probably get a divorce? And you remember when your brother... Uh, would, would bring a fish back, a fish skeleton from the beach, and he'd leave it secretly at the vehicle, your minivan, while you were eating at a Wendy's and it's 110 degrees, and everybody piles back in the van, You everybody wants to puke. Did your mom ever drink one too many daiquiris at the all-you-can-eat seafood buffet and puke in a Winn-Dixie bag? If so, <laughs> you've been on a road trip, and you know that they are long, tiring, and uncomfortable. These are the three perfect adjectives to describe what we've got for you today. Because I'm hitching my way across Movie USA with my dear, internet-only friend, Lindsay Washburn. Lindsay, they say never get in a car with a stranger, but you are no stranger to me, for we have men on the open roads of the information <laughs> superhighway, and we are on day two of our four-day trek across the deepest, darkest, most satanic parts of America. And today we find ourselves in Sedona, Arizona. Arizona. I, I have been, I've driven through Arizona. It's, You're driving it's through Arizona right now. Don't kill the bitch. I mean, bef I mean before this. <laughs> oh, I'm I it's see. not my first time is I what I'm see. saying. Well, it's hot as hell. It's hot as Hades. It's so here. hot. But it's a dry heat, Lindsay. A dry oh, heat is the most dangerous heat because you don't feel the sweat pour out of your body. And even 120 with dry heat is still real shitty. It's real <laughs> shitty. We're in a 1986 conversion van that's your personal property. The AC property. is on the blink. The AC is on the blink, and that shag carpet is starting to get sopping wet from the sweat we're leaving. Now, <laughs> it, it's... I hate to say this, but... Uh, we are not seeing each other in the best of potential and all possible lights. <laughs> when you when you are just sweating sweating profusely into a shag carpet of a forty year old van, you get to see it's, somebody from a different angle. You know, you and I dehydrate very quickly. You're very small. You're very small. <laughs> a thimble full of water secretes from your body, and she's down for the count. She's the main driver. She drives yeah. day and night. She takes uppers day in the morning, night. downers we in got, the evening. We got passenger princess Jason over here. I'm a passenger <laughs> princess. I just want to lay my head on the pillow and let you work. <laughs> I just sit back in that captain's chair. And I just let you go to town. It's your van. I don't, I don't have is. full coverage. It is. <laughs> I'm working on my accent. This thing is me. I'm working on this accent, okay? This is what I'm doing. This is that's you're what I definitely do going across country with that accent. Yeah, we're we are working <laughs> on it. You see, we're working on it. Where am I from? Am I from Buford, Georgia? I don't know. Okay, could be West Texas. Could be West Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way though, and we have come all the way to 1997 Arizona. The little movie we call Breakdown. On May 2nd, the vacation is over. Last time I saw her, she was with this guy in his truck. I swear I've never seen him before in my life. Looks like she got away from me. My wife did not leave me. Get down on the ground. Until you live it. Where is she? 
You'll never know what hit you. Kurt Russell. You better pray she's alive. Break Dawn. Rated R. Starts Friday, May 2nd, everywhere. I don't know that I can get out of this accent, Lindsay. I'm sorry. I, I, Is it, Are you going to be stuck in that for the rest of the episode? I think I'm going to be stuck in here. I, let, <laughs> let me just read one more. Let me just do one more uh, intro here in this accent, and I'll try to shed it along the way, okay? <laughs> it's 1997, and white folks are doing pretty well. Any middle-aged white can transform <laughs> into an action superstar, and boy, do they need to because someone is going to kidnap their white wife and or white kids. For this go-around, Kurt Russell is a loving, yuppie husband who must spring into action to save his devoted, yuppie wife, played by Kathleen Quinlan from blue-collar desert trucker J.T. Walsh, of all people, and his gang of dirty, dirty pores. Breakdown is a paranoid thriller that teaches us that for a wealthy family to survive, a poor family must suffer and die. Sorry, Deke. <laughs> Daddy can't come home. He took an 18-wheeler to the face the long way. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. It, the band of pores. I, that, it's a good thing I wasn't trying to drink anything when you said that. <laughs> the dirty, dirty gang of pores. The dirty, dirty gang of pores. They're dirty. One of them they pretends as dirty. if he is mentally incompetent. Yeah. That is a form of filth. That's a moral mm -hmm. degenerate level that I am uncomfortable with, but we'll get there. Uh, the movie was directed by Jonathan Mostow, who is probably most famous for being the director of Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Yes. Yikes. And uh, it says a score in part, this is real strange, by Basil Paladoris. The, yes. The weirdest part, though, is there's like five people that get credit on the music for the movie. You don't normally see that. No, but I, I, it was strange to see his name pop up because he's done so many iconic like, <laughs> 80s. And he did B movie scores. Down. Yeah. He and did he did breakdown because he did Robocop. Yes, he, he did. did. Conan the Barbarian. Yes. Yep. And he, he did breakdown. <laughs> and he did breakdown in 1997. For those that haven't seen breakdown, shame on them, first and <clears throat> foremost. But second of yes. all, um, how would you how would you describe it? Do you feel my summary of it did a good job of describing what the basic plot is? I mean, really, it it is. Oh yeah. Rather than duel, which we covered on our first episode as we left California, mm -hmm. now we're in Arizona. Uh, mm -hmm. Duel's one guy, a cuckolded guy, a simp, as we as mm -hmm. we called him, or as you a called pussy. him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, whose wife uh, is like life has him by the balls. Not yes, everyone, Life. everyone yeah. is disrespecting this man. Everybody. It, now we have Kurt Russell and his put upon wife, Kathleen Quinlan, who are trying to get across country from Boston, Massachusetts to yes. San Diego, California, which is right about the part we just came from. And mm -hmm. uh, they get they get into the middle of nowhere and in the desert of Arizona and uh, they run afoul of some local desert rats. Some dirty, yes. dirty desert red. Dirty, dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it seems to be like kind of like the same situation with Duel. Uh, but we come to find out there are grander conspiracies afoot in the mm -hmm. deserts of wherever the fuck this movie is. So, yeah, um, a little more moving parts in this one. Yes. Uh, 
They have a breakdown of the vehicle after a conf- hence the title breakdown after a confrontation at a gas station, service station. And then uh, good old JT Walsh pulls up as a trucker and he says, well, I don't know very much about cars, right? They're all computer oriented mm-hmm. now. Yep. But uh, I could drive you folks to town. There's a diner, or not to town. There's a diner a few miles down the road, Bell's Diner. You can make a mm-hmm. phone call from there, get a tow truck, and then get your truck into the shop. And uh, that way we won't be stranded out here in this ungodly heat, which we're currently ungodly. experiencing. Ungodly. Yeah. And the smell, my God. And Kurt Russell <laughs> has no problem. I'm sorry, that's me. Kurt Russell has. I'm just going to blame it on myself. <laughs> well, it's me and your suppository. <laughs> Jim Belushi suppository. My Jim Belushi weed suppository. Yeah, that's a story for a different day. <laughs> uh, you can tell that on your own time. <laughs> Somewhere in the midst of our travels, Lindsay found it upon her enough time to leave me stranded <laughs> on the side of the road with the van, Ubered herself <laughs> to where, to a legal weed dispensary where Jim Belushi just happened to be. And Jim mm-hmm. Belushi gave her some questionable Tips, medical yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah, he gave, he gave me some questionable medical advice. And then she came oh. back stinking of yep. ass and THC. It's been a wild ride. Wow. I wasn't going to say anything. I really care for you. I was going to protect you, but you put it out there. I was going to take, I was going to take a hit for you. I was going to be like, no, that's, that's my ass. We're smelling, but it's both of our asses. We're smelling. It's both of our asses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. It's hot out here. It's hot. Things are chafing. They're rubbing. It's, 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 it's that those Naga hide seats in the van. It's just, <laughs> Oh yeah, unforgiving, unforgiving. Yeah, the funk that builds between your cheeks and those seats—that's a royal Oof. you. I mean, anybody, anybody. Could. Good lord. Okay, well, but um, JT Walsh pulls up. Yeah, yeah and he's and, and Kurt Russell makes this decision because they sunk. Mm-hmm. They appear to be well-to-do. We know that because Kurt Russell is dressed straight out of a Gap catalog. His wife's wearing a Benetton sweater. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a button down sweater. And um, they, uh, he's like, I don't want to leave the car. He's afraid something's going to happen to their Jeep Grand Cherokee if he leaves mm-hmm. it unattended to. And so he lets his wife get into the cab of a stranger and drive off into nowhere land. And then by the time he gets to town, Nobody mm-hmm. claims to know who he's talking about. The people at the diner have never seen her, don't nope. know who she is, nope. don't know the trucker. No one by that description has been in town, and nobody is helpful in any way, shape, or form. And the conspiracy no, unfolds from there. Yeah. So um, you <laughs> love this movie. Tell me why you love it. I do, because I, I love movies that take a normal person and thrust them into abnormal circumstances, Yeah, which is exactly what this movie is. And it, it doesn't waste time no, at it doesn't. all. Nope. It's, it's like an hour and barely over an hour and a half, yep. or, or maybe it's an hour 40 something. But it's very quick. It's very tight. It's got some great action sequences. It's got some great actors in it. And it's just fun. <laughs> you know what's remarkable? Yeah, as I'm watching this movie, I'm, I'm you know, you can see because so much of it is done. I think all of it is done in camera. And there's yeah. definitely some stunt double stuff going on. But there's a lot of scenes where <clears throat> they very clearly 
took middle-aged Kurt Russell and said, you're, yes. cl- you're climbing out the edge of that truck, off of that edge, yep. that bridge. You'll be harnessed, but you're gonna be, your ass is getting out there. You're going to float down a river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a, in a vehicle. Yeah, we're going to rig in up this vehicle. vehicle. We're going to rig up a stunt Grand Cherokee, <laughs> and we're going to put you down a gorged river. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, best of luck to you. you. Better get your ass out of there. <laughs> and I miss those days, Lindsay. I miss the days yeah. when we were willing to risk the put lives our, of celebrities. Our movie stars in peril. The only one that's doing it now is Tom Cruise. That's it. It's that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, I, I have two rules of thumb. More movie stars need to show their bare ass humping another movie star at a sink. Yes. When we grew up, Michael Douglas had his pants down more times than he had his pants up in a movie. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yes. Well into his 50s. Maybe even yeah. into his 60s. It was maybe a sex symbol. Sometimes it fuck? was stunt butts. <laughs> sometimes it wasn't. But Kevin Costner, we saw his ass. Arnold Schwarzenegger, we, we saw his ass. Sylvester Stallone, we saw, we saw his ass. Antonio Banderas, we saw his ass. We've seen all these asses. And mm-hmm. today's celebrities, no ass. Don't show their ass. No, no ass. ass. Tom Cruise only went as far as the tidy whities. I don't think, did we ever see his full on ass? Did we see his ass and eyes wide shut? I think, we, I think he did show his butt, but I don't know if it was an eyes wide shut. Okay. I can't remember. Did what, Kurt I think Russell he might ever have, show ass? Oh my gosh. I don't know that we've ever seen his know. ass. I don't know. I Can bet it's s- nice. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah. He's, in sh- he's a Captain Ron. Dude. You think we saw his ass in Captain Ron? Oh, might have. He was in, he was in that little G like. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. So it might have been bare ass, but it might've been no. mostly ass. Yeah. Mostly but ass. The point is. Celebrities used to show their ass. Mm -hmm. We are now 30 years removed from most of those movies. I want every male celebrity to hang dong in a movie. Do it. I want male full frontal nudity in every movie. (laughs) I want uncomfortable sex scenes that later have to be resolved in virtual reality. Mm -hmm. Yes. When is the last (laughs) time somebody filed paperwork in VR in a movie in Hollywood? (laughs) See, that's the thing. It's like when, like, especially in the 90s, technologies were emerging and we get all this stuff from yeah. film that was yeah. like the dangers of these technologies or how they could be used. Yeah. And we don't get that much anymore. No. Because we, it's, it's expanding so rapidly that yeah. by the time you come out yeah. with a movie about something, it's already there. Yep. Our movies are sexless. Yeah. And they're not, they're not putting celebrities in uncomfortable positions sexually. Except Florence Pugh. I guess that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. She okay. is. She is. So, she is. That's true. Ta- she's carrying the banner so, for us. Florence so Pugh is. Florence Pugh <laughs> is holding down the sex flag, the, yes. the fort, the sex fort. <laughs> the sex and Tom Cruise <laughs> is hanging down the dangerous stunt fort. Yes, he's and he's keeping the danger zone alive. Only two people are keeping the fires burning. Let's but go. in 1997, they said, put your khakis on. We got them from the Gap. Mm-hmm. Take that polo shirt and get your ass out in that truck. And he's mm-hmm. like, that truck is hanging off of a bridge. And they're like, don't worry, we got you. And they sent him out there, and he hangs off of a truck that's hanging off of a bridge. Yeah. He hangs off the bottom of a truck that's on a highway, and there's certain cl- shots 
wide shots where it's clearly he him. Pulls a Cape Fear, yeah. Pulls, yeah. He 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 De Niro's <laughs> it. I know. We, I know we've seen De Niro's ass. He's doing naked push-ups. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Die Hard Two, the villain. We're introduced to him. He's doing nude yoga. Yeah. You know, there's one more. There's one more celebrity who's willing to show their ass, and they're willing to go even further than ass. Neil Breen will show his scrote in every movie he can. <laughs> that is true. Neil, Neil Breen will get into a he pool will. and let his scrote and let float. it float. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Breen will hire only the top sex workers of the Las Vegas general area. Yes. And make them film very long, uncomfortable scenes of them dressed and him naked in, yes. in, a, in a public place with <laughs> in them. In a shower. In a shower, in a pool, in a bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Neil is still holding. Neil, he's, yeah. he's, he's the savior of Hollywood. Yeah. He's the outsider. <laughs> Who mm -hmm. understands what needs to be done? He's exposing the corruption <laughs> of the banks and uh, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, back to this movie. This <laughs> Sorry, movie was reminiscent from that era of when actors did things for real on screen. And for that alone, mm -hmm. I was like, I got to give this extra points. I really oh, yeah. got to enjoy it, you know? Now, we went uh, kind of heavy handed into the metaphors last time. And, we did. You know, not everybody likes that, but uh, we're going to do it again because this movie <laughs> is entirely about class-based fear. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Because there's there's so many little throwaway lines yep. and stuff like that. Like yep. when, because uh, when they're at the gas station at the beginning. Well, first they have that. Uh, um, they almost hit the one guy in the truck. In MC Gainey. Uh, MC Gainey. Yes. Great character actor. Absolutely. Uh, and so he confronts them at the gas station and is the one that fucks with the car to make it break down. Okay, let me and stop you there. Okay. In your opinion, since you're the breakdown expert, they were waiting on the side of the road to cut them off, right? This whole oh, yeah. thing yes. was to start fucking with them mentally, get them off their game. Yep. The confrontation, so it's like the fuck Everything with the car. Everything is a ruse. Everything. Everything. Yeah, right. Because you, you can look at it, I guess, two ways. One is they decide we're going to get these yuppies based on the confrontation mm -hmm. they have on the road, or the entire thing was a setup the entire time. Idly on the side of, I think the whole thing was a setup. I think they saw a shiny new vehicle yep. and were like, this was this is their shtick is the the Massachusetts yeah. plates yep, they they yep. they clock that as oh they're rich they have they're, Massachusetts they're rich plates. and they're not East from coast around liberals. here liberals right they're East Coast <laughs> yeah it's exactly right they're East Coast yes. educated liberals elites <clears throat> and mm -hmm. no one knows where they are and I think at one point they're like no one you're not even do where you're supposed to be for like yep. days by A the time week. anybody yeah. yeah by the time anybody mm -hmm. starts looking for you you'll be long gone. And you, yep. and that, what's so fucking scary? Sitting with Dula is you can just make somebody disappear in the desert, like just that. like that, you know, mm -hmm. like God. That's yeah. why it's such a creepy place, and why I love like desert thriller horror so much because it's such a such an unused, like isolated, creepy environment. That you keep I, I saying wish they that, would set. but yeah. I'm in a conversion van with you. Traveling dark, <laughs> deeper and darker. Nothing's and nothing bad is gonna happen when you're with me. You're I think fine. you're bashed my head in with a hammer <laughs> and feed me to a hell ghoul that's coming up through the floorboards. <laughs> We're just gonna take this shortcut up here. It's gonna We're save us go, like right? two hours. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna cut through this pass, this mountain. There's this pass really right cool overlook yeah. on the way. Yeah. It's gonna be great. You'll be fine. Just yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. If I go missing at all, if this podcast feed does not update after this four-day trip, Lindsay has killed me and left me in the desert. See what happens. But in this movie, the twist would be, I'm part of the Hills Have Eyes clan, and you yes. think that I'm the prey, and you're leading mm. me off to some dark and spooky path. It's a double cross. It's a double cross, and all my inbred mutant <laughs> cousins are going to come out and be like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a little girl with a doll baby in a dirty dress for some reason. The doll baby will have no head. No and head. Like, no yeah, head. Yeah. This is Brittany. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nobody lives here. Yeah, like you, yeah, you'll think like, oh yeah, it's this little girl's in their victim, and she'll be the one that clubs you in the head. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to tip our hand to where we're going. All right, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tip our hand, but yeah. So that's what, like, okay, this movie never goes to those lengths, but it's in no, that same environment no. where we, There's, we, yeah, we is. don't know what's happened to his wife. We have no idea. And it's such a mind fuck, especially for Kurt Russell's character, because um, after he he does the whole thing at Bell's Diner and the bartender's really fucking weird. um, And everyone in there is just kind of joking or, you know, making the joke out of of him being there. Like, here's this city guy. What the fuck's he doing here? Let's mess with him kind of thing. But um, he leaves there and he spots J.T. Walsh's semi. And runs him, makes him pull over. And he gets out and he's like, hey, hi, it's me. Yep. Where's my wife? And JT Walsh is like, I, I don't I, I don't know who you are. I don't know who your wife is. The cops come. He has a slightly like, different ball cap. Did you notice that? He goes, his ball cap. Oh, when he, he picks did? Her up I've never noticed that. Is the American flag. And then when Kurt Russell pulls him over, he's, his hat just says USA. Oh my gosh. I've never yeah. noticed that. I think he's also wearing glasses the second time. So, cause the first time oh, yeah. he, he's like a little bit more like good old boyish. Oh, very much. So the way he talks to them. And the second and- time he's very much more like kind of upscale, like a little bit like, Hey sir, I'm just trying to get for down the road. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, he's like a, his yeah. intonation, his accent, everything's different, but it's the same yep. fucking truck. And it's obviously the same guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the local sheriff and pulls up. Who's the one of the villains from Cliffhanger? Did you recognize him? Yes. He's the one that's like, "You fuck, <laughs> you stupid fuck." He just says it constantly in Cliffhanger. Yeah. Just shouting. He's just shout. He's the one that's always shouting over the walkie-talkie, calling people fuckos. You fuck. <laughs> yeah. So. But it. But another great he character. He says all this. Another great character. Yeah, lots of good ones in this movie. Yeah. But he says to him, "I don't know who you are. I don't know your wife." They search the truck, and but Kurt Russell just looks at him and is like. What are you doing? Like, he knows this guy right. is fucking with him. He's yep. like, I know you're the guy, and I know you're fucking with me. Yeah. Where's my wife? He's just like, what are you doing? Just And it's just the way he says it. Yeah, is, yeah. Is like, it stuck out to me, too. Oh, it's not, it seemed it's, kind it's, of real. It wasn't a movie it reaction. It seemed because like, it's, it's yeah. like, wh- how, how would you handle that situation? Yeah. It's, it's such a total, like, control-alt-delete in your brain. Like, yep. wait, what? Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. One of the things that I so appreciate about this whole interaction is that Mm -hmm. in a lesser movie, the cop would be like, 
Sounded pretty crazy, Mister. You know, you sure this yeah. isn't heat stroke? You've been out here right? a while, you but, know. But no, he took it seriously. He was like, "Okay, let me look into it. You stand mm-hmm. back. Do you like open up this truck? Do you mind if I take a look?" He's like, "Nah, go ahead." He looks through mm-hmm. everything. He double checks everything. Yep. He asks the guy questions. He asks Kurt Russell questions. He takes his ID yep. and all this kind yep. of stuff. It's very by the book. And then, yeah, and then he's he's like, "I don't have any probable cause to keep him." Nope. So I searched it. I didn't find anything suspicious. I've got his driver's license. I've got his information. Mm-hmm. If through more investigation, I think I need to find this guy. I'll know where he is. Yeah. Until then, you need to go to the police station and file a formal report. And I was just yep. like, oh. <laughs> like, right? Like, like in all of it's these so, movies. It's so helpless. Yes. Like you ha- it's yeah. just like yep. you, have, you have no power. Yeah. And by, like, when he gets the, another great scene. It's very, this movie is very like Hitchcock light. Definitely wants to be it Hitchcock. Is. Yes. Um, when he gets to the police station, it's just a wall of missing, missing people. missing person. And they're old. A lot they're of them are old. Very old. And they're still up there. Yeah. And, and the, the fucking cop. Oh my God. Way to make a guy feel better. He's just like, yeah, people go missing out here all the time. We never fucking find them. He's like, <laughs> yeah, 100,000 people across the country every year go missing. Like, They're never found. And it's like, and but, the FBI isn't going to listen to you either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he catches himself being like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't have said all that. He's just, yeah, he's yeah. just running at the mouth. And yep. he, he like clocks it. He's like, he's like, why don't you, why don't you go into town? You go back somewhere. to Belle's diner. Yeah, and, go to the diner, mm-hmm. get something to eat. Maybe she'll show up there. Maybe it's just a misunderstanding, <laughs> yes. and she'll still show mm-hmm. up there. Because like, this is before cell phones. They have a cell phone, but it's an old cell phone. It's where an if old you were cell out in the middle of yep. nowhere, you had work. no you actually had no service. Correct. Not like where people are walking around with a modern phone doing this. Yeah. You would have no service. Yep, 100 <laughs> percent Yeah. Another great wrinkle of this movie is they look like they have money, but the whole reason they are moving all the way across the country mm-hmm. and the yeah. reason why he's so protective of this vehicle vehicle is because we don't know anything about them we don't know what their circumstances know what they do we know they're moving because they switch jobs they don't even say who switched jobs they don't yeah they I, don't yeah she's just like you know we like we both got jobs out here or something like that so yeah. they're literally just picking up their life to i think to try to like financially get ahead because they said financially they're fucked they're ruined yeah <laughs> and so everything they have is in this car Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a brand new vehicle, and they have a couple thousand dollars in the bank, basically. Yeah. And so she's been kidnapped, uh, but we don't. For the longest time, we have no idea what they've done with her. They just take her yep. and kill her and rape her, or why, why, or, or who's involved. And the yeah. movie wants you to think like: Are the people in the diner involved? Is the this yes. person involved? Is that person? Are the cops involved? You know, mm-hmm. or the cops covering this up. And I like that it's like, no, the cops aren't involved. They're just unaware of this is happening. And yeah. no, the diner people aren't involved. They're just um, jerks. They're just townies. Yeah. Yeah. They, and maybe, maybe the guy who runs the diner kind of has an inkling, you know, that. that but, the, a, but it does certain, such a good job of, yeah. of showing that Kurt Russell is like, these people know something. You know, yeah. he's. 
because he, he scans the the diner a bunch of times, he doesn't believe the bartender. Yeah. He, he physically accosts him at one point. He it puts us in his shoes where mm-hmm. because he doesn't know who knows what's going on, it's almost as if everybody knows. Yeah. Which is that like Hitchcockian vibe mm-hmm. that this movie really is trying for. I don't think it quite gets there, but it's really trying for, no. which is like the 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 guy who is caught onto a conspiracy, but he knows enough to know there's a conspiracy afoot, but not enough to know who's involved. And so therefore yeah. his world has shrunk down to only him. He can yes. trust no one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what essentially what happens because even people who would seemingly logically not be involved in any way, shape or form mm-hmm. by the point he gets around other people who will even halfway listen to him. He's been in the desert all day. He's covered <laughs> yes. in filth. Blood he's, on his head. He's yeah, his guy's head's been busted open. He's been in a confrontation or two. Uh it's a small town. Uh he's an outsider and he's like stinky, smelly, sweaty, filthy. And um they throw a carhart on him. Which yeah. uh I thought was really interesting because it's only when Russell puts the carhart on that he actually starts acting like a oh, quote unquote real man. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like that's when he really once the Carhartt's on him, that's when he really takes he ends up yeah, he's dressed well, like them. He he they they cover up his yuppie preppy look. And oh, then yeah. the rest of the I movie mean, he's dressed like a blue collar guy. Like man. Yes, of they and and part of that is just show them showing like that transformation of him having to go to that side of you yeah. know, oh, I'm gonna have to fucking kill people, probably. Yes. Yep. Because I mean, he he does the the drive down the um the embankment into the river and all that escape and stuff before that point. But well, um, yeah, the whole movie is in, in very much like Duel. Yes. Is I'm trying to find out what's going on with my wife, but then some confrontation happens with somebody. I gotta mm-hmm. get away. Yes. And then he yeah. reaches a point where he's just like. I'm like you said, I'm gonna have to kill somebody. I'm gonna have to go and take the fight to them mm-hmm. and not be, you know, running with my tail between my legs. I'm gonna have to like yeah. turn the turn the tables around on them, fuck with mm-hmm. them, fuck with their heads, and then finally have yes. a very violent confrontation because eventually mm-hmm. <laughs> he does get caught up by he figures out every party who's involved because he's at, goes back to the diner and he I think he's gonna call is he trying to get a hold of that sheriff again, or is he calling the FBI or he's calling somebody, right? He's like operator, give me the whatever. And he starts to tell a story and that's when the kid with the trans am clock. Oh yeah. That's after he talks to the cop. Um, yeah. He gets sent back there and that's when, uh, the guy pretending to be special needs development. Yeah. He's with the stutter and everything. He simple yeah. jacks it up. He's like, I know what happened to, 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 to your wife. <laughs> And immediately right. I'm like, it's, yeah, immediately I'm like, is Kurt Russell really going to believe that this man is developmentally impaired? Because it's very clear that this, <laughs> this guy right. he's washing and waxing but he's, a trans But he's telling, he's telling Kurt Russell what he desperately wants to know. He's That's telling true. him what he desperately wants to know. He's like, your wife was here. She arrived in one That's truck true. and she got in another truck. And you can't trust and any of these people, including exactly. The cops. And that that's yeah. a, that's the other thing I love about this movie is the ruse has is very complex. You yeah. know, these yeah. aren't just dumb 
smash and grab thieves. You right. know, they're pretty sophisticated because they've gotten away with quite a bit of it and yeah. they, they have sophisticated methods. He, he, as posing as this guy that's telling him what he wants to hear. And he's like, don't you know, the cops, the cops are in on it or in charge of it all. Yeah, so right, right there, he's, that makes him not want to trust the cops. So he's not going to call the cops yeah. and tell them what's going on. He's just going to go. Yep. So he tells him to go to like some place and you'll find him and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he gets his brains bashed in. And then it's revealed that the two hillbillies, Earl and Carl or whatever the hell their names are, <laughs> MC Ganey and the other guy in the truck in the burned mm-hmm. out jalopy piece of shit, the shit heap uh, who, yeah. where he almost hit the beginning there in on it. JT Walsh is obviously, you know, he's the mastermind behind it all. Mm-hmm. And this developmentally and this disabled trans am driving ki- kid is also involved in it. And it turns out there's nothing wrong with him at all. Just nope, like primal he's fear. He's just he's actually kind of a dick. It's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like, I can't believe you fell for that. You know, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the worst part of the movie. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> he's, they're like, all right, you rich city prick. Yeah. As they're beating the shit out of him while they're doing it mm-hmm. and throwing him in the dirt. They're like, see that town down there? That's the only town mm-hmm. for miles and miles. You're going to walk into that bank because there is a setup where when they buy a bunch of shit at the gas station, mm-hmm. they buy some of those powdered donuts to come in a sleeve. Which which Kurt Russell says is probably gourmet food in these parts. So there's Correct. another little dig back. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the wife is like, boy, $90,000 would sure solve all of our mm-hmm. problems. Because there's a contest or- <laughs> where you can either get 90,000 powdered donuts or $90,000 if you win this I- contest. Yep. And they're, so they're, as they're driving, they're, he's like, well, I'd pay off this car. That's for sure. And they're like, they're dreaming mm-hmm. about getting out of they're debt. To- yeah. yeah. It's, it's like desperate. a topic of conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell they are in desperate shape. So he's like, your wife said that you had a bank account. And I want to know if she's fucking with us. You got to tell us the exact number that's the in that bank account. The exact dollar amount. Or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> we'll rape and kill that bitch. Your wife mm-hmm. or your whatever. And he's yep. like, what are you talking about? We don't have any money. And he's like, you got thousands of dollars, she said. He's like, we got a few. And she's like, you know, I told you that bitch uh, was lying. You're he, no donut no king. donut, donut king. king. And I <laughs> flipped the light out. I'm going to be honest with you, Lindsay. If on this road trip together. We stopped and got some of your favorite pizzeria combos. I well, I also I do love powdered donuts. Okay, That's we got you some powdered donuts. Yeah, good. Yes. And then you're <laughs> you're driving down the road, and I'm kind of dozing in the passenger seat, and you're getting mm-hmm. resentful, and <laughs> and you're and I'm like, and you're like, reach me them powdered donuts, and I get you the powdered donuts, and we go, boy, ninety thousand dollars. And then later, I was in the trunk of a Trans Am. <laughs> Having the shit right? kicked out of me, like Lindsay Washburn said that you have thousands of dollars, and I would be like, I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> I, and they're this like, bitch is crazy. This bitch she is crazy. Me. She's a liar. <laughs> she was gonna take me off in the woods and put a hammer in my head. She's gonna feed me to her addict boyfriend. I don't know what the hell she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But I, I don't, honestly don't think in that moment I would be like, ooh, Chekhov's Donuts. Yeah, I am the Donut King. I, don't, I wouldn't catch on for the life of me. But he does. You, you think did. you would catch on? 
I don't know. I, uh, I mean, because. That binge movies fella said you got a certain dollar amount in your bank account. <laughs> Other, and I mean, you know, we want that money or you're both dead. Would you be like, oh, yeah, that's referencing this random conversation we had 12 hours ago about fucking gas station donuts? I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it, I, I think it works. Like, I think it's a clever setup for the movie. Yeah. And it, you know, it's it's an interesting way to introduce that. It works but... in the it works in the movie. It's movie logic. Oh yeah. I'm oh, gonna yeah. say in real life, I would not have. The I don't know after poise. getting hit in the head yeah. and yeah. Fall, <laughs> and falling down a hill and yeah. and going down a river. I don't know if I would be that clear headed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. And, uh, and getting and, knocked out. Yeah, your partner, your significant other, is missing. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, I, I don't know how I, I just, that, that stuck out to me. Not as like a bad part of the movie, but of being like, but God just, bless that guy. Cause I couldn't fucking do that. He's I, on it. He yeah. listens to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, at, at some point he does end up, he goes into the bank, right? Mm-hmm. They put him in a car heart, which is like a filthy, dirty, like, here, put this on, walk down he there. He looks like a, yeah, he just looks like he's just rolled around in the dirt for It <laughs> looks like he's experiencing <laughs> desert homelessness. Yeah. Yes. And he comes in like all sweaty and like jittery. And uh, do you think that the big guy in the bank is just trying to open an account or whatever? Or do you think he's part of the shenanigans? I don't think he's part of the shenanigans. I mean, it's just paranoia. It's, it's just part. that paranoia because they're like, we'll be watching you. Yeah. We sent the fucking cop like a half hour away. Yep. Yep. So That's the other you, thing. There's yeah. no cops in the vicinity for an hour. Because the, the, the anything main, wrong, we'll kill her. Yeah. The main highway patrol guy that he meets is already on the other side of the county dealing with like some mm-hmm. big traffic accident. accident or something. And so yeah. they call the deputy who was the only other cop in this entire town. To the other side of town. So one's like on the far east side of the county. The other yes. one's going all the way out to the west of the county. So no mm-hmm. one's going to be able to get to this town. I think that, I thought no. that was pretty clever. It was very clever. Yeah, like the cops are not going to be able to help you. So even if you alert somebody, no one's going to be able to get to you. Even if somebody mm-hmm. believes you, no one's going to be able to get to you. And we're going to be watching nope. and we'll kill your wife. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's got to go in. He's got to get a wire transfer from his bank. For five thousand dollars, which is all the money they have. That's all they have, and, and the people are expecting ninety. Ninety thousand dollars. So, you c- and, but I love this. I this is one of my favorite sequences in the whole movie. Okay, like, especially about, when he goes, especially when he goes to the bathroom, because you see him going through every option because yeah. he's trying to figure out what the fuck to do. He's like, I don't have this money. Am I gonna rob? Should I rob the bank? That goes through his head yep. several times. Yep. Says I should rob the bank. I should rob the bank. Just rob the bank. But he's but he can't yep. because he thinks that guy is in on it. And then what if something happens and and he tries to to hide a plunger handle up yeah. his sleeve yep. and, he, and then he's like bouncing it against his hands like oh maybe I could hit him with this or you just see that whole process yep. through that entire scene and that's the, I love that part so good. So what does he do? How does he set this up to where it's. Another clever them. thing in this yeah. movie, because he take well, first he sees the letter opener on the guy's desk because the yeah. guy's on the phone calling, trying to get the transfer to come through. And he's just sitting there thinking, looking around, thinking, and he grabs the letter opener and slides that up. And then he sees these different money bands just on this guy's desk. 
and he just reaches out and pockets them. And what he does is he'll put like a hundred on the outside of the band, but then fill the middle with one. So it looks like it could be $90,000. It's a bag of money instead of just a stack. Yep. He's got a sack of money. Yeah. Very (laughs) clever. And he's obscuring the fact that it's mostly ones and, you know, smaller Mm -hmm. denominations. So he gets in the truck and. Risky as fuck. Risky as fuck. Yes. (laughs) MC Ganey's like smelling the money. He's like, yeah. Oh yeah. It smells good. (laughs) And then for some reason he's like, I'd agreed. I think he's like, he's, he starts like he's driving and he starts really like flipping through the money. He realizes mm-hmm. it's he's like, these are fucking singles. Right. <laughs> and then bam, Russell brings out that letter opener, stabs him yep. right in the chest with right it. in the chest. Yeah. And then like their fight over control <laughs> of it, the vehicle. And then long story short, it gets turned around. Russell duct yes. tapes him in the passenger seat. Duck duct duct tapes him in a way. And if he that hits the brakes too quickly, it chokes him. It's chokes like, him. It strangles him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there's like, he goes. He's going nuts. Berserk. Yeah. He goes berserk <laughs> and is getting sick glee out of torturing MC Giddy, which is yes. like the gold of the gold of the movie. He's like, it's you said amazing. stop. You want me to stop? Oh, I you can want, stop. You really want right. me to stop? And he slams the brakes. <laughs> he's like, you sure you want me to stop? And he just goes forward. He's like, ah, ah. It's amazing. And this it's amazing. happens just as the cop is entering town again. The yes. original main cop, the the whatever. The, Who he talked to earlier. The sheriff yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? So he like swings the car around, <laughs> begins a high speed pursuit. And he just thinks that this guy's a nut who's just yeah. been accosting the public. And yeah. And it, it's, it's such a, a crazy, fast little yep. confrontation that they have. Because he gets, because Kurt Russell gets out of the car like, hey, it's me. But he still has the gun in he's, his hand. He's got Ganey's gun in his hand. Yeah. And so the cop makes him throw it away yep. and get down on the ground. Well, inside the truck, he's got loose and he had a gun in his boot. Yep. Jumps out, shoots the fucking cop. And it's so quick. Yep. Like shoots the way the that neck. they cut it. Shoots yeah. him in the neck. Yeah, he, that cop died there, right? Like, they, we never go back I to him because he's like... We never go back to him, He's no. like, the ambulance is coming. You're like, Russell, like, gets on the radio and it's like, this guy, we need an ambulance out here. He's shot real bad. <laughs> but he's dead by the time anybody gets it. He's bleeding out from the carotid the way, artery. The, a little bit because the way they shot that, because it was a very kind of slow pull away of him just, like, laying there yeah. looking at Kurt Russell leaving. I, uh, it's It's a little bit inferred. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's dead. And Russell doesn't give a shit. And uh Mm -hmm. long story short, he figures out where they're at, hide like hides up somewhere. I wasn't exactly clear on JT Walsh's 18-wheeler. Okay. Yeah, because he the guy uh MC Ganey tells him they're meeting at the trucks truck stop. Yep, yep. So uh, he finds and he like jumps underneath and that's where they usually keep like the spare, that, one yeah, of the spare right. tires. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the way he crawls up was crazy. De Niro um, style. Cape Fear style. De Niro style. Yep. Definitely. But he loses the gun at one point. Yep. Um, but he crawls up to the side and then around. And usually the cabs like that have like a windshield on the back. Yeah. Yeah. To 
to make it aerodynamic up to the top of the trailer. And he was hiding in between the top of the the truck itself and that windscreen. Oh, I was like, where is he? He's sure. like in a nook. Yeah, he's he's like all tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> and then but I, don't but know. I think that's 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 where they've got him. He travels they travel from the Texaco all night and him and his gang of dirty, dirty poors show dirty, up the dirty poor. Good old JT Walsh family farmstead. I, yes. I, my only question is, <laughs> where? What do they farm in the desert? They don't have to. <laughs> but this—they have a farm, like an Iowa yes. farm. They do. They, have they a do. Big old and barn for a big old combine and baling hay. And I'm like, you're not growing hay in fucking the Mojave no. Desert. No, I don't know. It would have to be some kind of livestock. Thing, you would think, unless, yeah, yeah. You would think, but I don't know. So he pull, he pull up to the house at like what is it, like four a.m., six a.m., something like that, and she's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's real yeah. early. And she's he, the wife comes out and she's like, you didn't, you told me you wouldn't be home until tomorrow. It's like, oh well, you know, or a couple more days. Where he's like, oh, I had something I had to take care of, and the boys are coming <laughs> over, and you better get in there and start making us breakfast. We're, but we got some things we're going to take care of in the barn real quick. Don't come out here. Don't look at what we're doing. Just go make us some pancakes. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, we are acting strange. And then she goes in the house. This is where it strained a little bit of my credulity. Just a little okay. bit. This woman doesn't realize her husband traffics women from their family farm. <laughs> I, well, it's like, I think they just murder people. I don't know if they traffic anybody. They just steal everybody's shit and sell it, I guess. She doesn't. I, well, yeah, I guess. But he has a serial killer hidden he cellar. Does have, he does have a perv dungeon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, like, yeah. like Double lock. There's a lock on the freezer. The there's freezer. A, and there's a lock on the... Yeah. yeah, he's keeping people in a fucking deep freeze. Creepy. In a black hole in the floor mm-hmm. of his uh, covered uh, by a carpet barn, covered by a carpet and dirt. Yeah, that's they're 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 doing MC Ganey and JT Walsh and that Billy Are or whatever. Up to some, they're up to yeah. no good. <laughs> no good. That yeah. is a definite. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's I. I like this part, um, a little thing they put in there, because there's like even in um, The Hills Have Eyes or Wolf Creek, there's always that scene um, in movies like this where, you know, people go, people disappear in the desert or in the the backwoods or whatever. Mm -hmm. You come across the bad guy's stash. (laughs) There's like everybody's cameras, a bunch of clothes and just the shit that they stole, the shit that they kept. Yep, I, I like that. I like that they put that in there. Nothing but trouble does that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got. If we ever do an East Coast leg of a of a movie marathon, we got to do nothing mm-hmm. but trouble. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, I already have an idea for next VHS summer. I'll talk to yeah. you off mic. Imagine okay. this, but way longer. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is maybe like my favorite part of this movie. I think. Yeah. It's when like they just like J T. Walsh and his gang of poor's are just sitting around eating pancakes with his wife 
at the family joking joking they're all yeah they're laughing (laughs) laughing and kurt russell is dirty filthy deranged bleeding he shows up with Mm -hmm. a shotgun and it's like, yeah. what the fuck is so funny? What the fuck is my Where's wife? Where's my wife? Give me my fucking Give me the wife. Keys. And I just thought, <laughs> man, there was something about the this era where the Hollywood was like, we need to take very handsome male celebrities and fuck with their mm-hmm. children or their wives. We got yeah. the fugitive. We got breakdown. Oh, yeah. We got ransom. Ransom. Yes. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. Give me back my son. Where's my fucking wife? Like they, there's like all this, and so anyways, I was just like, this is this belongs in a subgenre oh, yeah. of it does. Pretty boy loses family and <laughs> has to get them back or prove his innocence or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's great. So anyway, um, the wife's like, oh my god, what's going on? And he's like, just be quiet, honey. Everybody, nobody move. Mm-hmm. JT Walsh. He's like. He's like, he was not going to do anything. He won't shoot. He's like, the fuck I won. I'm going to blow your fucking brains out of your goddamn yeah, breakfast he's table. Like, yeah. He's like, tell me abs- what my goddamn he's like, wife He's is. at his last. <laughs> it's like, you are two seconds yeah. from Kurt Russell shooting you in the face yes. in front of your wife and child. Yes. Give me the fucking keys. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Deke, who's JT Walsh's mm-hmm. little Muppet, appears <laughs> with another rifle. And it's like, yeah. put the gun down, mister. I'll shoot. My daddy taught me how, and I'll pull the trigger. To protect me and my mom. And he's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, you won't shoot me, kid. I don't believe it. And JT Walsh is like, yes, he will. I've trained shoot him. him. If, yeah, when I'm not here, he'll shoot anybody that comes in or whatever. And, okay, this is where I thought the movie was going <laughs> to flip. Because the yeah. mom the mom goes, do it. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Like her whole face Yeah, she's fucking crazy. Yeah, she's too. like, do it. And up until that point, do she's it. like, what's happening? Oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> but then she's like, do it. I thought, do oh, <laughs> she knows. I thought the twist was going to be the wife knows what his real business is. Oh. The wife knows that he they're kidnapping and hijacking these people and stealing their shit. And that was going to be the I reveal. Think she- I think she doesn't want to know. Well, I think I think the way the movie ends up is I think they wants us to believe that she just thinks this is a crazy she didn't know. street person, yeah. yeah, who just came in their house at yes. breakfast time and was threatening yes. the family. Yes. Because when we get out to the barn, because he's like everybody, he's like, he ends up getting the gun away from the kid somehow. And he's like, everybody out to the everybody out, everybody out to the barn. And he's like, get the fuck, get the fuck out of here, kid. And he's like, <laughs> takes everybody out to the barn. And get, everybody gets down or whatever. He's like, give her the keys. He makes the wife makes unlock the wife do it. where the wife, because mm-hmm. he saw people hiding in the the top, in the hay bale area. In the hay rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the hay loft. Yeah, the hay loft. He saw like where they stashed his wife, Kathleen Quinlan. And so he makes the wife <laughs> open up the secret perv dungeon. Against Kathleen Quinlan. And this was great too. When Kathleen Quinlan gets out of the freezer. Oh my God. And the wife she's screams so- and she screams back at the wife. She's like, get the fuck away from yeah, me. Yeah, the wife's like, oh my God. She's trying to help her out. And she's like, get the yeah, fuck away from, fuck from me. me. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. Which is an actual reaction you would have. Yes. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Oh my god! It's so good. I was <laughs> but like, it, it's the the imagery of that when she opens it is 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 very striking though because she looks dead. They yes. open it and she's just sitting in there. Yep. And doesn't move. It's yeah. It's a very creepy looking image. Does their marriage survive this? I think so. 
I don't, because it's really his you fault. You don't? No, it, it's his fault. He's like, no, I'll stay with the car. You go ahead. But if they both would have went, they'd have both been dead. I think you had to die with your wife. I don't think you. I don't think you put your wife or your loved one into the hands well, of a stranger. Well, he didn't know that. He oh, come on. Common sense. He stayed there because he was afraid to was from Massachusetts. With car. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. Let my child, my loved one, my significant other, lost, my partner. He just, he's just a good guy. He don't like them computers. Yeah, know? yeah. Honestly, I thought that was a great, he's like, well, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, I probably could have helped you just to kick in a, uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and a stern talking to you get an engine started with all these very computers folksy and, yeah, and microchips and, and all yeah. that like you got to mm-hmm. get it into a garage which is actually true so i was like oh that's it's plausible yeah. it's a viable yeah, yeah. yep so you think the movie would end there but it doesn't because they go no. running off on property on the farmstead to a trailer try to get to a phone to call the cops and mm-hmm. jt walsh decides well i'm probably going down so fuck this. They I gotta. Get... They have to kill these people. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll go down for this. It's it's fighting. <laughs> they're everybody's fighting for their life right now. Yep. <laughs> he gets into a big rig. And this is all done practically. Plows yes. this big rig through, through the trailer, the mobile home, and mm-hmm. I don't think it was them. I think it was two stunt people. But yeah, human probably. live human beings are people in were there. The fucking trailer. <laughs> As this truck plows through, I was like, this is incredible. They they were pinned against the wall as you see an 18-wheeler go through the middle of the trailer. The the stunts in this last 20, 30 minutes are are fantastic. They're great. Then we just end up on a highway (laughs) chase scene. They're being chased by three vehicles. We got... got, the the fake special needs in the Trans Am. We've got uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy in the other car, yep. and we've got the semi behind him. Yep. And one by one, they get flipped or exploded or caught on fire or different mm-hmm. shenanigans happen. A lot of collateral damage. A lot of innocent well, people die. The, on the road one of the day. coolest, yes, one of the <laughs> coolest stunts was when uh, the semi's trailer gets disjointed because it, it like spins out a little bit yep, and it yep. unhooks from the actual cab and Larry, the cable guy like flips and runs through the trailer and lands. <laughs> it was incredible. It's yep. such an incredible stunt. It, yep. it looks great. And I, I guess we'll just go to the very ending. Long story short, he basically just tries to like run them over with what's left of his truck. Yeah. Push him off a bridge. Push him off a bridge. He ends up going off the bridge himself about halfway. Oh, yeah, because it drives like up and over the truck that they're in, the front of the truck. And and it's all done practically. Like you see the tires bounce and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So good. And Kurt Russell and his stunt double are on the front of this (laughs) truck shimmying to try to get uh, back Mm -hmm. to the bridge. Eventually, he does. The, the JT Walsh, his truck that he's in, tips over dual style dual and style. crashes just like dual. Uh, no, he falls out. 
No, he falls in first. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. JT Walsh falls out. He gets well. He doesn't fall. Kurt Russell. Well, that's true. Like Yanks throws him, it, yeah, pulls yeah, him in. He gets yanked. Yanks yes. Him in. Yeah. And so he gets yanked. <laughs> that's right. He gets yanked out the door and falls to presumably his death, or at least being paralyzed. Yes. Yeah. You think he's dead? And the truck is teetering, and she. You think that Russell's going to get the last revenge, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's which I thought was also a nice touch. Uh, yeah, because like she that. hadn't done much in the movie, so this was nice. Mm-mm. Kathleen Quinlan hits some kind of a lever or something. She like pushes it in in neutral. Yeah, which is just enough to send the truck careen over, and we watch the truck hit him face first and just plow right, right into him, <laughs> <laughs> right on his head, right on his head. Yeah, and he's fucking dead. And then, like everything else, so our movie just ends. It just ends of them murdering a man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it ends the same way Duel does. Yeah. Just them sitting there contemplating the day. <laughs> I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to be in any kind of condition to start their new jobs or new life in San Diego. No, no, uh, they need. They need some time. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be able to be in enclosed spaces because it turns out J.C. Walsh had a secret panel under the in cab. A, oh. It was almost like a mortuary drawer. Yeah, it was weird. It was fucking it was weird. weird. So you, like, you and they thought she died from the exhaust. So yeah. it's like she was underneath this truck while it's driving Mummified. around for hours. Mummified. Totally wrapped up like a dead body. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucked. In, that woman is fucked in the head for the rest of her life. Yeah. And she's going to. Severely traumatized. Whether it makes sense or not, she's going to blame Kurt and their marriage isn't going to survive. and gonna go from being dinks dual income no kids to uh yeah and i think uh i think kurt's character ends up drinking himself to death about three years later it could happen it's a bleak ending (laughs) it's a very bleak ending i see no hope for them uh i talked about this movie being class-based but the most interesting thing about it is Mm -hmm. it's like what if the yuppies are right (laughs) what if all (laughs) What if all your worst fears about poor people are right? They are going to come and get you. The working class desert folks will tamper with your vehicle because they know. Because here's the thing. They know about vehicles and you don't because they're the people uh-huh. who you hire to work in your vehicles. Exactly. So well, gonna, it's like yeah. coming as a, someone who born and raised in rural Midwest, yeah. Iowa. Yeah. We, I mean. They shot children in the corn fucking 20 minutes down the road from my house, okay? <laughs> this is not putting me at ease about me not dying on this road trip. Yeah. It's like the maybe in some parts, uh, yeah, those stories they come from somewhere, but it's not it's not everywhere. It's not No, but yeah. this is the I mean, <laughs> you're you're yes, we're not talking about reality. We're talking about the prejudices no. of the wealthy. The prejudice yes. of the wealthy is that your wealth is going to attract a level of jealousy that will arouse somebody to take advantage of you because you, I see what you're, you're saying. You're not streetwise. Yeah. You're ignorant to the. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You're a mark. Yeah, you're, you're a, mark. a mark. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. If the guy's like, "Oh, well, you got a problem with this in your vehicle? How the fuck do you know? He could be bullshitting you, or he yeah. could be tampering with your vehicle. How would you know?" Um, and so many of these, like, I mean, we've referenced the hills have eyes. I don't know how many times. They trust the the gas station worker. Like, hey, there's this shortcut. Yep, Take that. Yep. Yep. And they, all right, Mister, yep. we shall do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This 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 movie though is like it's not like um it's not it's it, it 
it's Kurt Russell is prejudiced against this mm-hmm. area and these people. Yes. But it turns out he was right. There are they're dirty, dangerous, yes. filthy he people. He was very much right. <laughs> he was right from the very start. Yeah. From the very beginning, he was right. <laughs> I think I know what his politics would be coming out of this encounter. I think I know oh, yeah. who he'd be voting against. Yeah. Yeah. And voting mm-hmm. for very much so. Yeah. This mm-hmm. I would define this movie as what I call a pizza movie. I have rules for what a pizza movie has to be, okay. Lindsay. Okay. Lay it on me. A pizza movie has to have a cast that is far superior to the screenplay. Yes. Yeah. It's an average screenplay yes. with an incredible yeah. cast. Okay. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a movie where you pretty much know everything that's going to happen yeah. before you even turn it on. But that's part of the enjoyment of it because you are watching it to watch what you think is going to happen happen. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, so there's no real unexpected complete like twists and turns. There can be, but for the most part, you have an idea what's going to happen. Yeah. When you watch this movie... I was never in doubt that he's going to get his wife back. I was never in doubt that JT yeah. Wash stole his wife. Right. Yeah. Like as if this was like true, true Hitchcock, Hitchcock would have the twist and then he'd have like the double twist. And the twist would be yes. that JT Walsh didn't take his wife. It's just yeah. a guy that looks like him. Right. Mm-hmm. And because exactly. Hitchcock, Hitchcock was always like, I'm going to make the audience think that they know what my secret is. What but. the secret is. And then there's going to mm-hmm. be a, the, the real secret gets revealed halfway through the movie or, yes. or later. Right. And so it mm-hmm. ends up putting you in the position of the Cary Grant or whoever uh, to be like, oh, you don't know what the, Oh my God. Going. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I knew and I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. And so it turned, mm-hmm. it would be turned out that JT Walsh has an identical twin or a brother or mm-hmm. a cousin or, you know, what, whatever it is, or just some other random person that kind of looks like, or it him. just kind of looks like me. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. And that all of that would get really obscured until you didn't know anymore. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie doesn't do that. Like the moment JT Walsh is on screen, you're like, that's the villain. That's <laughs> like, the yeah. Yeah. I and mean, he's like, what are you doing? That's, you know, we know what he's yeah. doing. We don't know, we know exactly, exactly why, but we know he took his No. Mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, that, yeah, that's the mystery that the the movie hangs on is like, why are they doing it? But I'm never, I was never uh, convinced that, oh, well, she's dead. She's gone. She's dead. I never no. thought that. Yeah. I, I thought, well, she's got alive somewhere and he's going to have to fight and mm-hmm. outsmart these people to get her back. That's exactly yeah. what unfolded this movie. And so those are a couple of the rules. We've got a couple more, but those are the basic rules of what a pizza movie is. And this one fits it. The, the other one is uh, typically it's, it's better looking than it has any right to be. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is a mid budget movie, but it looks really well done because mm-hmm. it's s- such heavy use of practical effects and practical mm-hmm. stunt work that those combination of elements come together to where you, I cannot say this is a great movie. I might even say it's a, good movie but i would say it's a pizza movie it's the sort of movie you watch on a friday night and you order pizza and you're 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 chowing down on pizza and you are mm-hmm. in loving life in that moment you might oh, get yeah. heartburn afterwards you might have diarrhea all night you might end up pooping <laughs> in a conversion van into the shag carpet <laughs> uh, because you're just you're trying to get out this the the sliding door but it, it's jammed you like those things may happen to you, but in the moment, it's worth the experience. In the moment, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Th- that's breakdown. But, yeah. And it's like sometimes you just get, because 
<clears throat> like I've been on a, a 90s movie kick for like the past month or two, especially like early to mid 90s. And it's stuff like this yeah. stuff that wasn't like the big, huge blockbusters yeah. of those years. Movies. Yeah. Mid-tier movies, you know, they maybe came out in March or something yeah. like that, you know, but they had a, a, a decent script, a pretty simple script, um, great stunts and action and, and a, a good cast. It's like, you know, this isn't going to be a bad Correct. time to watch this movie. Correct. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is full bore a pizza movie, a movie that <laughs> I don't know if it's a pizza movie, but I do think represents existential dread and real horror is uh, right yeah. around the corner because we're going to be picking up our steaks <laughs> from Arizona. We're going to be heading to maybe the scariest place in all of the United States, which is west texas i can't wait (laughs) and we're gonna be watching a movie that's an hour and 37 minutes long only four minutes longer than this movie Mm -hmm. a movie that makes no sense there's no explanation given and none would suffice even if one could Mm -hmm. be given is a movie (laughs) that i fear foretells my future if i spend too much more time (laughs) with Lindsay in a tight enclosed space it's 1986's The Hitcher. I'm extremely excited to talk about The Hitcher. The Hitcher is one of my favorite horror movies. Rutger Hauer is, it's probably one of his best performances. Better than, He's amazing. Be, better than um, Batman Begins? <laughs> sure. Better than The Blood of Heroes? Yes, he's really good in this. He's terrifying. I, I, I want to love it. Okay. Because it has all the elements of things that I love about movies. Yeah, I would think that you would really like it. It's got you would have vi- really enjoyed it. Very limited movie. cast, right? Very tight script. Mm-hmm. No fucking explanation. <laughs> None. That's a big part of why I None. like it. I don't want an explanation. I don't want one either. And there's the hitch or two where they try to get in explanations. <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't seen it because I don't want to. <laughs> Jake Busey takes Rutger oh Hauer's God. part. Oh, it's fucking, it's bad. But, uh, um, but yeah, I don't want, I've, I've seen all the other hitcher. But like yeah, I like the fact there's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I will get into it the movie. But yes. also, can I just say, when they get Rucker Howard in the police station, that's the fucking scene when they get the Joker and he's sitting in uh, the main cell. Yes. He's like, we didn't find anything so. on him. No fingerprints, the- no identity. This guy doesn't exist. It's almost line for Fincher, line. Finch, Fincher lifts from Rucker Howard movies too. Yeah. Yeah. Split second. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, you're totally right. It is that scene. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's like the Rucker Howard basically like, this is the dumbest way to say it. But for those that have not seen the Hitcher, <laughs> it's like, what if the actual Joker from the comic books was in a real movie? Yeah, what it if, just what, showed up. What if you're just a kid driving a car across country for, for a side hustle? Yeah. And you're lonely and you pick up a guy because you have pity on him and it turns out you picked up the Joker. Yeah. And he just starts fucking with you in the most horrific, monstrous way. Just because he can for no reason (laughs) and he will not relent and he will not stop. 
and like a Mm-mm. bad spirit you picked up on the side of the highway, he haunts you. Even when it doesn't, mm-hmm. even when, even when he should be miles behind you, he's ahead yep. of you at every turn. <laughs> that it's like that's it gives me chills. But then when I engage the movie, when I watch it, it just mm-hmm. it leaves me wanting. So gotcha. This revisit, we'll revisit it together. We'll be back here yes. tomorrow, coming to you yes. from West Texas. As of right now, we got to hit the road. Lindsay, do you want to say anything to the people at home who are not on this road trip uh, with us in this stinky van? <laughs> I, I promise nothing will happen to Jason. I promise. <laughs> Scout's honor. Don't this Rucker is, Howard I don't, me. I don't even know. <laughs> I promise not to put someone's fingers in your French fries. Don't Rucker Howard me at any point <laughs> on this trip. Okay. I don't want to be. I, I, I don't want to be C. Thomas Howell for a variety of reasons. <laughs> a variety of reasons. <laughs> yeah, including that one movie. So he made. many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. We won't talk about it. I don't want to be that guy. No. And I don't want to be uh, C. Thomas Howell in fucking the Hitcher. So don't wreck her Howell. No. Me. Yeah. Okay. I promise. All right, we we will catch your ass down the road from West Texas. 1986 is the hitcher. You got like 24 hours to watch that some bitch, and we'll Mm -hmm. be broadcasting to you from the side of the road somewhere, probably some all-night diner, hoping not to get fingers in our finger foods. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) 